0: Welcome to The Happy Homeschool, where we talk about creative homeschool inspiration rooted in relationships for the non-conformist, dedicated parent. I'm Laura Blodgett. And my goal at The Happy Homeschool is to inspire and equip you to create a learning environment that makes home everyone's favorite place. You can always read more at thehappyhomeschool.com. Hello there. In this episode, we are going to talk about how your use of humor affects your relationship with your child, and this is a re-recording of Week 6 of 52 Weeks to a Better Relationship with Your Child. People love to laugh. The proverb, a merry heart is good like a medicine, has been understood for thousands of years. Laughter makes people feel better. Yet human nature too often has a way of twisting what is good and using it in destructive ways. This is unfortunately also true of humor. It is the job of parents to make their family both a place of merriment and a safe place. Parents need to be ready to laugh at things like goofy games, funny faces, unexpected miscommunications, plays on words, creative perspectives on the normal, mishaps, ridiculous mistakes, and the antics of puppies. But not all humor is equally good for relationships, and it helps to figure out what kind of humor is good for relationships. The best laughter is that which springs from good-natured enjoyment. That is the only sort of laughter that will bring real joy and relieve stress. Cruel laughter, or laughter at the obvious expense of someone else's feelings, may seem fun at the moment, but it is like drinking dirty water. That doesn't mean children need to be treated with kid gloves all the time, with parents always being concerned about hurting their feelings. Children need to learn to laugh at themselves, just not feel the butt of others' jokes in belittling ways. Laughter can build up relationships. At the beginning of our marriage, my husband and I observed how a variety of other married people treated each other We noticed that some couples engaged in put down humor. They put on an appearance of everyone thinking it was clever and funny, but the strain on the relationship soon became obvious. One or the other never knew when they were going to be exposed or made fun of. There was never the pure fun of shared laughter. We, my husband and I, made a pact with each other to not have that be part of our family dynamics. The best laughter is shared laughter. A person may laugh some by themselves, but there is something about how laughter spreads in a group that makes it magical. Have you ever started laughing just because someone else is? Seeing others be truly belly-laughing happy often makes us happy. We laugh best with the people we know the best. There is something about shared experience and understanding that helps humor connect almost like undiscovered radio waves. This means that there is a high potential for enjoying laughter in the home. This aspect of relationship with laughter has other benefits. It can help us gauge when the laughter needs to be tempered, possibly for a child's particular vulnerability at the moment. Also, healthy laughter tends to strengthen bonds and communication. It helps people relax and try to understand each other. Humor can be used to teach important life lessons to children, both by making concepts clear and by making the lesson memorable. This might be put to use when a child makes a mistake, not to make fun of them, but to make the situation less serious. Sometimes what is referred to as dark humor can be funny and good for the spirit. For instance, when our daughter was ill with leukemia, She laughed at dreaming about dust bunnies in her bed when her hair started falling out. When I broke my cheekbone in several places crashing a bike in Taipei, the family joked about our special trip to have plastic surgery. When my husband also crashed a few weeks later and punctured his lung, my sister sent an emphatic and short message, Step away from the bicycles. We still laugh about that. If you have trouble finding humor in life, it can help to just look for some things to make you laugh. Maybe you can spend more time with someone who makes you laugh. My husband does that for me. I could sit next to him during an apocalyptic movie, and his commentary about its absurd mistakes will make me laugh. I'm not very good at creating humor myself, but I did just make him laugh when he found me wearing my headphones without them being plugged into something. You might also find a resource, such as a book or a website, that has good jokes to share with your kids. I started a Pinterest board of things that make me laugh. You could also keep a journal of giggle-inducing family happenings. As children get older, they will get more sophisticated with humor. There will be some fun nuances that they would have missed when they were younger. But the stage of toddlers laughing as they pile on daddy will be gone. When they are older, they will be able to make you laugh on purpose, which they will take great pride in. Young parents sometimes get tired of older parents encouraging them to enjoy each stage with their children, but it is still wise advice. Soon their childish humor will be a sweet memory. Make sure they also have sweet memories of family humor by choosing healthy relationship-building humor. There is an old black and white photo as the title photo for the blog that is associated with this podcast over on thehappyhomeschool.com, and that photo is of me as a toddler having a good belly laugh, and then in the center of the photo is my mother and next to her, her younger sister, both obviously enjoying me just having fun. Looking at this photo reminds me of a class that I had in high school that was on using humor in the literature and at the beginning of the class, my English teacher, who I knew really well, I'd taken other classes from him before, he asked everyone in the class to go around and give their answer about what was their favorite kind of humor. I can still picture the look on his face when I gave my answer. He was totally shocked and he just didn't even know what to make of it because my answer was dinnertime humor with the family. My family had a great time sitting around laughing together regularly at meals. My teacher didn't come from this kind of family, so it was hard for him to grasp. But I think that's what we all want for our children and our families. We want them to think of home as the happiest place they can be. That's all on this subject today. Thanks for listening, and see you next time. Make sure you have signed up for the Dangerously Helpful Homeschool Dispatch. When you do, you will receive my best 25 homeschool tips. Now go out there and have fun creating a fantastic homeschooling experience for you and your children.